Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Tuesday, November 14th, five minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Yeah, join us now on the WIBC hotline, former attorney general for the state of Indiana, currently running for governor on the Republican side. Curtis Hill joins us now. All right, Curtis. So there was an interesting article that came out in the Capitol Chronicle about Brad Chambers, who's one of your opponents. He's raising gajillions of dollars. He's infinitely wealthy in his personal life. And one of the areas it appears he's raising money is is based on people he had relationships with the IDC, where essentially he takes public money and gives tax breaks and other financial incentives to business. And to me, Curtis, it really showcases what like you are up against because you don't have the ability to dole out the favors. Guys like a Brad Chambers or Mike Braun get, takes a, a trip to the southern border. He's a U.S. senator. He has the ability to, to kind of use taxpayer money to get free publicity. You're really behind the eight ball compared to some of these other guys. Well, you know, it's, it's, that's why we call it a grassroots campaign. I mean, we're, not, we're talking about representing the people. Uh, the examples that you give are uh, absolutely perfect examples of what's wrong with politics and what's wrong with government. Uh, I mean, uh, IDBC, uh, IEDC is, uh, in my view, more of a shadow government uh, than anything else. Uh, so I think it, it, does, it does point to what the problem is out there. But I'll tell you what, Rob, uh, out there in the, across the state, regular folks – pick up on this and they want someone who can connect with them they want someone who's a proven leader uh someone who's a proven conservative so i think we've uh we've got an opportunity in the format of farewell you know you're kind of in a, in a weird way of the top five really the only actual outsider per se and then a sense of somebody who's taken on the establishment you got chambers who's super connected to holcomb you have doden who was the idc director before chambers you've got suzanne crouch you've got mike braun who, who tries to paint himself as an outsider but was a longtime member of the house and obviously a senator so you're kind of the lone outsider in a group full of insiders amongst those top five Interestingly so, because everyone wants to be the outsider. I've, I've always thought that was interesting. Everyone claims to be the outsider, but as you pointed out, uh, these guys are all inside the, the beltway, as it were. Um, but uh, uh, what does being an outsider mean? From my perspective, it means no one ever recruited me to come to Indianapolis uh, when I came down there. Uh, people were concerned because they found out that I wasn't someone that could be under their thumb. And I think that's the, the, the big issue here is who are you beholden to? Who, uh, who, do you, who owns you? And uh, uh, we've, never had, uh, we've never had anybody that could actually uh, uh, make that claim against me. Curtis Hill's our guest. He's running for a Republic, he's the Republican candidate for governor, uh, trying to win the Republican primary, which uh, will be decided this coming May. He's a former attorney general before that. Obviously, the establishment hates you, Curtis. They came at you with everything they had. There have been people who have been pled guilty to things like driving under the influence and it's, uh, you know, or fleeing the scene of an accident. And it's all quiet on the Western Front from Holcomb, Hupfer, Incorporated. Yet when it was you and you were cleared of any criminal wrongdoing, ethical wrongdoing, the civil cases against you were thrown out. Uh, it was, you know, immediate condemnation before any of the facts came out. So it's clear to me you are the guy that the establishment, Holcomb Hub for Incorporated, and the people who are in that orbit definitely don't want. 
Well, they don't want me because I can't be managed by their system. And uh, that's exactly it. I mean, you saw how I stood up to Holcomb administration uh, back when I was attorney general. He put a mass mandate out there. Uh, we put an attorney general opinion out the same day. They said, no, you don't have the authority to do that. Uh, you don't have a unilateral authority to create a class B misdemeanor and hold Hoosiers uh, out as criminals. I mean, we stood up against uh, all sorts of, of, of things that the Holcomb administration was doing when no one else was. And I think that was a uh, that's what they were predicting uh, in that sense. Now, um, I think going forward, I think uh, we're seeing Hoosiers who are hungry uh, for that type of leadership uh, that, that will stand up and fight against Washington. Washington's broken. The folks that we send there don't get the job done. In fact, sometimes the folks that we send there and don't get the job done want to come back here and try to work it out uh, back here the same way. I, I think people are going to reject that as well. Um, so I think it's time for a, a genuine outsider, not someone who claims to be an outsider who has all the inside friends. Curtis, you posted a picture over the weekend. It said, saluting America's heroes like my father, veterans of our armed forces fight for our freedom and deserve our thanks. And I love the picture that you included of your father. I'm wondering if you could speak what that means to you, having a father who is a veteran. And also, if you would comment about what President Biden said about how veterans need to receive honor, even those that were discharged because they were LBTQ+. (laughs) Well, veterans, uh, we owe so much to our veterans, not just the ones that are alive and with us still, but the ones who have passed on in terms of securing our our country and and our freedoms and liberties. Um, From my perspective, uh, when I look at my father in that uniform, uh, it brings back all the memories of my father uh, as a man teaching me as a a father uh, about courage. And the courage that it takes to, to, to defend your country, the courage that it takes to stand up and fight, not just in wars, but also in communities. My father was a local NAACP leader, a civil rights activist, fighting for his freedom, but never once turned his back on the flag, never took a knee to the flag, uh, always stood his ground uh, for the freedom and, and, and blessings of, the, of, this, of this nation. Uh, so that's what it means to me. I think it's important uh, that we acknowledge uh, the sacrifices that these folks made, um, veterans, um, as well as military, or, or as well as uh, uh, police and first responders. Curtis Hills, our guest, uh, running on the Republican side for governor, is the former attorney general. So let's talk about crisscrossing the state. Obviously, you're against four people who seemingly have infinite money. Doden's independently wealthy. Chambers is wealthy and has a lot of buddies that he doled out favors to. Braun is personally wealthy. Suzanne Crouch is a fundraising juggernaut from years of connections how do you compete with that it seems like you're getting pretty good crowds out there but ultimately you got to get on tv you got to get on the radio how do you compete with these people who are sucking up a lot of oxygen in the room well i think one more rich guy getting in the get in the race and i've got this in the bag um (laughs) you know the the thing that we do is the old-fashioned hard work and 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 go get them uh, when we uh, when we appear at these events uh, and we appear with our opponents, the message gets out. Uh, the message is clear, uh, and it works very well. But as you point out, uh, this is a money situation. Some of these candidates uh, uh, are just as happy not going out to uh, visit the crowds and put things on television. And we'll see how that works. Um, I think that um, what's missing from these candidates is the ability to be authentic, to touch and uh, and. Uh, communicate and connect with the the voting public. And that's what we try to do. We try to go out and relate. Um, I think that the vast majority of folks uh, who I've come across uh, can relate to me 
um, as an individual, as a father, as, as, a, as a member of the community. And uh, it's not always easy to relate to multimillionaires. And, uh, and, and not to take anything away from uh, these folks because they've been successful. I think that's fine. But um, the way to succeed in Indiana is not to buy your election or not to have a, a parcel full of uh, a small pocket full of people uh, who can completely fund the, uh, the campaign. So we're out there doing it the old-fashioned way, uh, uh, 20 bucks at a time, uh, trying to get people who are interested and engaged in what's going on in their community and to recognize that it's time to, to assert our freedom and take our country back. Yeah, that's how I've done my radio career, Curtis, 20 bucks at a time. It'll be great for you. It'll be fine. You'll be around a long time. Um, <laughs> what do you hear from people what like what are the topics you know we know what we hear but you're crisscrossing the state and what are the kind of the top areas of concern you're hearing from hoosier republicans well from a foundational standpoint the loss of objective truth or the attack on objective truth is something that rings true over and over and over again people are tired of being compelled uh, to follow into the delusion that some people have uh, in, in, in terms of what's going on in their lives. So we have to, uh, we have to restore our faith in our institutions. Uh, when we see the justice system uh, being utilized, uh, not just nationally, but at, at a local level uh, as a political weapon, uh, that's a concern for people. Uh, the weaponization of race uh, has been around for decades and has been just intensified over the last few years as a way to cancel people out, and particularly ca- conservative voices. Um, we hear a lot about the sexualization of children, uh, and the manipulation of children at the uh, grade school levels and high school levels, and the attack on parents and parental rights. Uh, that's a very, very important aspect that, that people want to be uh, – they, they want control over. Um, I think it's, it's, it's a matter of, of retaining our freedoms – that are uh, being snatched away from us from a uh, from a government that's not transparent. So there's lots of issues. There's a, there's, a, there's a ton of things going on, but at the core is objective truth, restoring our truth, restoring our institutions, restoring our, our faith and what Indiana is all about. Mm-hmm. Dominating, of course, the news story right now is what's going on with uh, the Hamas and Israel war. And you wrote an op-ed a few weeks ago, said the cause of destroying Hamas should unite all Americans. I'm wondering uh, how you feel about what President Biden said Said yesterday calling for Israel to take a quote less intrusive action <laughs> in Gaza against Hamas. You know, I don't know what these guys are smoking. Uh, you know, war <laughs> war is a bad thing. War is meant to be a devastating event. And and when Hamas took the action that they took, uh, regardless of how anyone feels about the relationship between Israel and Hamas and the Palestinians, Hamas took a, a lethal action that was a declaration of war. Israel responded by saying, we're going to war with you. Now, war means um, annihilation. Uh, What's happened in this country, we've gone soft with the concept of war being a a proportional response or a politically correct maneuver. Um, So I would ask these people or ask President Biden, just what does he think that the the Israelis should do? Uh, Just hold back and wait for another attack? The Palestinians and, and Hamas are committed, committed to taking this fight to Israel all the way. And Israel uh, would be doing a disservice to not only their nation, but to the rest of the world if they did not pursue a direct path towards a uh, total victory. And uh, I support them entirely. Um, When you have an enemy that hides uh, amongst the people in the neighborhoods, amongst the hospitals, what is Israel to do? Uh, Allow that tactic to, to, uh, uh, to be victorious? Absolutely not. So I think... Uh, Joe Biden and any of those folks who are telling Israel to slow down and pause 
and ceasefire uh, don't have a realistic understanding of what war is all about. All right, Curtis, we'll get you out of here with this. Curtis Hill, our guest. Uh, I think when you're elected governor, you get some sort of big ball or something. Like there's some sort of big dance or all the, the friends come to the event. Like, you know, the president has one. Curtis, will you commit right now on this very powerful radio show that you can hear from Illinois to Ohio at all points in between that you will indeed, because you are an Elvis impersonator by hobby, that you will go to the, the first governor shindig in full Elvis attire well we may not go in full elvis attire but we'll probably have the suit somewhere off stage just in case how's that good enough curtis where can people find you if they want to learn more about your campaign check us out at curtishill.com uh, you'll find information there in uh, our facebook connections and all that and uh, and remember this is a grassroots opportunity so those who want to get on board with a real individual a real boots on the ground fella contact curtis hill and we'd love to have you all right curtis thanks you're the best my friend appreciate you Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It is 21 minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Uh, okay, so earlier you had you had pointed out there is a photo that's been mm-hmm. released of the uh, alleged cocaine that was the found cocaine. in the White House, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I don't know, it looked a little sketchy to me, but this may shock you, Casey. I am in no way a cocaine expert. expert. <laughs> like this, and people went years and never believed this, mm-hmm. and I think finally it has caught on. I've never done an illegal drug of any sort. So I've never done the marijuana. I've never done the cocaine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are some of our stronger heroin, the <laughs> methamphetamines? I've never I've never done. Mm-hmm. And You're clean. The answer is very simple. Look at how crazy I am as this mm-hmm. of relatively sound mind and body. Yeah. I was not prepared right. to put any illicit substances in inside of you myself. You would really go off the rails. Oh then. my goodness! So right. I figured it was good enough. Yeah. And um, so, but the point is, so I'm I'm not the right person to ask about this. However, <laughs> we got a guy. We do have our own <laughs> residence. Look, I, we paint Kev like he's uh, what's the Al Pacino movie, Scarface. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is the wrong thing to do. However, Kev did spend a great deal of time studying abroad yeah and went to many countries and saw how the rest of the world lives and i have no doubt that while kevin was vigorously pushing back mm-hmm. on any illicit substances that were regularly offered to him yeah he no doubt saw others partake in these same substances while lecturing these young men and women they quickly needed to get to the nearest church available to them sure it this was- is this is the portion of the program where kevin is cringing and hoping that <laughs> mom and dad mcnamara are well, not listening it was just a research project yeah, exactly absolutely and look at kevin now look at the mm-hmm. heights he has mm-hmm. uh, achieved yes and look at where he's gone to so kev as someone who has Maybe seen others. Yes, been in the general vicinity (laughs) Mm -hmm. of cocaine. Am I wrong in saying this bag looks rather suspect to me? Yeah, um, I I don't think you're wrong. I think it's... um I think it's just powdered sugar, to be honest. Now, now, when you may have saw others participate, (laughs) do they come in those sort of 
dispenser dispensary? Is that how it is normally dispensed? I mean, in a bag can, of that structure, it can come in any kind of bag. Really, is, is it, yeah, I don't think it matters. You know, in the movies, sometimes they're taking just large, hefty bags and pouring mm-hmm. them is on the, on the mirrors. Well, uh-huh. that's when people are, you know, pushing, you know, heavy quantities. Yeah, of drugs. sure. Yeah, this is just a tiny little but for Ziploc. An, for an individual, that might be the sort of container by which they would consume. The substance, the illicit substance in question. Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. I like it how there's a note there that it says 7223 West Wing unknown powder. <laughs> no, because if only Casey there were a way mm-hmm. uh, where they could test. They the, could take that the, substance to a yeah. lab, perhaps. You know, and it's crazy. Put it because, through some rigorous testing. Because uh, On Patrol Live is one of my favorite <laughs> TV shows. And I've seen them multiple times on On Patrol Live. Hey, there's a substance here. We got to get the kit out. And they mm-hmm. test the kit and they swirl it around. And, oh, it's blue. You're headed to jail, buckaroo. Uh, but apparently the White House does not have the same capability uh, in real time as your local police department, which is very, very interesting. So they've released these photos. And I'm curious. Staged? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, it looks staged to me. No doubt. Does it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's not cocaine. That's pure cane sugar. (laughs) Well, in your experience, (laughs) if you're going to put your cocaine baggie in a locker, is that how you're going to place it, or are you going to jam it back in the corner? I mean, hypothetically speaking, I think I would, I would probably tuck it away in a, in a corner. Right. Because doesn't it look like it was just placed right there at the edge, photos were taken, yeah. and yeah. it's just waiting for someone to come pick it up? Now, here's the follow-up question on this. Yeah. Again, I can only go off of someone <laughs> who every Friday and Saturday for the better part of a decade consumed way too many beverages, that sometimes you're not of your best mind- when you're doing that, so maybe... When you're stashing your cocaine in the locker? So what I'm saying is, does cocaine operate <laughs> the same way where you're not of clear mm-hmm. mind? Yeah. Don't look at me. I don't know the answer to that. Well, I'm, I'm, I was trying not to look at Kevin, although I assume Kevin would know that it is his turn to... Mm-hmm. Well, I think re- the research tells me uh, it's, it's, it's research n- indicates. It, it's not like alcohol and that, you know, you just kind of... Uh, I, I mean, you still have your wits about oh, yeah. you. So you. Actually, st- you're more focused. Oh, really? You're more focused? Yeah, research told me well, that. Well, hell, uh-huh. why didn't somebody tell me that years ago? Oh, no. <laughs> we don't need any of this. Should we move on? <laughs> because uh, I'm about to ask Kevin more details, really. What is it like? <laughs> Look, he doesn't want to answer. Oh, my god. He's like, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. We're going to get that email. Today is Kevin McNamara's last, last day. day. We wish him the best. <laughs> hey, I've provided valuable info, and I think that's enough info for We now. wish him success in his future endeavors. Okay. Um, let's take a break, because when we come back, we have to talk about how Joe Biden got the wrong sport. Oh, he has no idea what he's doing. Uh, not that he usually does have an idea what he's doing, but mm-hmm. this one was so bad, Casey. Mm-hmm. So bad. All right. It's coming up. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. With her regards, it is 11.32. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So President Biden, he made some jokes. He was ignoring his sagging poll numbers, especially in Nevada, where he was thanking the uh, NHL's Golden Knights. Yes. They won the, uh, what, the Stanley Cup. Yes, they're the Las Vegas hockey team. Mm -hmm. Uh, They won the Stanley Cup last year. It was the first one in their um, 
their franchise history. I believe they were an expansion team. They haven't been around very long. Um, yeah, 2017. So it was a you know obviously a big deal. And this is customary that when mm-hmm. a team wins their pro sports or in college for football, basketball. You go to the White House, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, whatever. And, you know, the president says a few nice words and they stand behind the president and there's a photo op and they give him a jersey with his name on it and usually the number of whatever president he is. Right. And you will hear that Biden, in the middle of talking about the Las Vegas Golden Knights, which is a freaking hockey team, Casey, (laughs) clearly forgets that they're or doesn't know who knows with him. Yes. The worst part about this is that Mark Stone, the captain of the team, yeah. gave him a hockey stick. Yes, that's correct. So he's sitting there holding yes. the hockey stick. So he's in the middle of this, and he clearly either forgets or doesn't know that they're a hockey team mm-hmm. because he starts referencing his ties to Philadelphia, but he's talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. It's, it'd be one thing if he, if he was referencing, yeah, you know, I'm a Philly guy at heart, and boy, those Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, Eric Lindros, what a player, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Clearly, there is a hockey team in Philadelphia that any person with an inkling of common sense or their marbles about them, if they were going to make a Philadelphia joke, would reference a historic, and not even just a, a team, a historic team in the Philadelphia Flyers, and he goes with the Philadelphia Eagles, and I wish you could see this. You can't, obviously, because it's radio. The, there's laughter in the background, but the look on these guys' faces for the Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights mm-hmm. are just like, what is happening here? Just one promise. Don't get the Philadelphia Eagles to leave and go. Because <laughs> I'll get divorced if that happens. <laughs> I married a Philly girl, and, and it's a long story. <laughs> Now I guess I guess let's in order to be fair, no, that doesn't even work because I was going to say I guess you could say he's worried about the Eagles going to Las Vegas, but there's a Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are the Las Vegas franchise, so right. that doesn't even work for that case. I'm trying to excuse this guy. No, you and- can't. He's holding a hockey stick. <laughs> it's not like he's holding a football. He's holding a hockey stick. This guy. I mean, it is just like he. He is so without his wits mm-hmm. or his bearing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, 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 mm-hmm. it is, it is. look, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody says things every so often that you're like, oh, that was kind of stupid. You know, we're George Bush, fool me once, whatever. Nobody doubted George Bush knew where he was and what he was doing. I mean, when you hear things like this, which happen almost every single day, and then you see those videos like where he'll get he'll get done with the speech or something, and he'll just look around confused, like John Travolta in uh, uh, what? what's the Tarantino movie? Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like this guy is the guy meeting with Xi. Yeah, this is exactly. The guy who's going to meet with the head of China tomorrow. While he's holding a hockey stick, he thinks he's talking to a football team. I thought you said he was going to break the hockey stick with him to meet with she. (laughs) Well, maybe he should. I don't know. Carry a big stick? Just, I mean, take away the fact that it just totally is just weird and bizarre and kind of puts cold water on these guys for the the Vegas Golden Knights. They're kind of big moment in the sun. Mm -hmm. You're the leader of this country Mm -hmm. and you don't. Like, you're confusing hockey and football and... 
I mean, I've, I've racked my brain now, Keith, trying to figure His out what. The problem is he went off script again. Maybe he doesn't know. I, I guess, again, I'm, tr- I'm reaching here. Like, I'm, I'm doing gumby arms to reach to yeah. try to pull this back in. Maybe he doesn't know there's a Las Vegas Raiders football team. Maybe he was unaware, and that was what he was saying. But even that's stupid because the Philadelphia Eagles, it's not like there's some controversy of, like, oh, my gosh, the Philadelphia is very worried, Casey, they're going to lose the Eagles. It's not like people are going, oh, man, there's some huge holdup in Philadelphia over a stadium or whatever where the Eagles are threatening to pack up and leave and go to Las Vegas. There's just There is no excuse for it. Other than he has no idea what is going on around him. You have to imagine before he enters the room, though, somebody, a handler, an intern, somebody says, okay, Mr. President, you're going to go in and meet with this NHL team. Mm -hmm. They're going to give you a hockey stick to hold. Yeah. And that's going to resonate with him at some point. But remember, this was two or three weeks ago. He came out to give some speech, <laughs> and he walks right to the podium and starts the speech and then goes, oh, yeah, uh, Fred was supposed to introduce me. Right. I just plumb forgot. Yeah. They do. That's what they do literally before you go out there. They're like, okay, Fred is going to introduce you, and Fred will speak for two minutes and 27 seconds, and then it'll turn over to you, and you'll look right. and you'll. I mean, they have this stuff down. If you're a president that has their wits and bearings about them, they've got this stuff down to – you know, a science. Now, Trump used to go off the script quite a bit, in a, but it was in a very Trumpy, you know, way. He'd be giving a speech and he'd make some editorial comment about the person he was talking about, but he never confused football and hockey. <laughs> it's pretty well, different. I mean, you saw him when he was, uh, you know, putting the wreath down at the Veterans Day uh, celebration. Yeah. Honoring, not a celebration, but to honor them. He didn't even know which way he was going. What? my point and it's like chuckle chuckle good for show content hey biden was being ridiculous again but there's nothing funny about the fact that he's going to be in a meeting Mm -hmm. with the head of of the chinese government right with that dictator who flies balloons over our country who he just lets yeah lets it go yeah um so there's some more polling that's come out sunday the new york times poll says that in in Six swing states, uh, Biden is not doing good. And especially he's losing support of non-white voters. This is a huge issue. 33 points down. Well, this is a huge issue for Biden because Trump made big inroads Mm -hmm. in 2020 uh, with not only uh, black voters, but also Hispanic voters, because a lot of people are looking around going, wait a second. I mean, if you're if you are black, the the question to you would be, unless you're someone like Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson, whose life is a grift in all the years that people have voted Democrat. What has the Democrat Party actually done for you? How has the Democrat Party actually helped you? Look at these cities that are run by Democrats and much of the population makeup is African-American. They're awful, horrific hellholes because Democrats suck at governance. Now, this is in no way, and everybody who listens to this show knows, an endorsement of the Republicans because that's the last thing that I want to do is say, oh, the Republicans are great. But this idea that we just blanket, blanketly, is that even a word, blanketly, mm-hmm. with a blanket approach or blindly, how about that? There a blanket go. approach or blindly vote for a Democrat why would you do that? They never deliver. They never deliver for you. And what has Joe Biden delivered? Well, it's a fascinating turn because if you think about it, Biden is kind of morphing into Trump's base. I mean, think about who Biden's supporters are right now. 
they're older and ah. they're white voters. Yeah. Well, look, you've got he has alienated his base in the sense of the lunatic Palestinian mm-hmm. BLM right. uh, college campus right. radical they're, people. They're calling him Genocide Joe. And the, and and now you've got the people in the middle who actually care about being able to feed their families mm-hmm. who are like, eh, yeah, I think I'm kind of out on that. I can't afford to buy groceries anymore. And, and now so, he's losing Hispanic voters as well yeah. because they're saying, you know, financially, and this they is, can't afford to live under Biden. This is where I think the first party that declares either Trump or Biden, we're done with you, and goes to someone else is going to be a resounding victor. Now, maybe neither party will. Maybe they're both just so wed to this that that's what we're going to say. It's certainly looking like that's going to be the case right now. But my goodness, Casey, <laughs> it, it, it's like, let's use a sports analogy. It would be as if you're playing football and you know there's two guys on the line of scrimmage for the defense and everybody ba- is back in pass defense and the de- they're telling you if you just run the ball you're going to get a bunch of yards and you go nah 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 nah, nah. we're we'll decide what plays we're going to run you're not going to tell us how to play play uh, our offense and we're just going to keep throwing into nine guys in coverage and the ball keeps getting intercepted and that is both the republican and democrat parties right now which is why robert f kennedy mm-hmm. jr who is a complete train wreck when you actually look at his record and views that are all over the map on stuff is doing so well because people are saying anything but these two guys somebody give us something other than these two guys I don't like Nikki Haley, but I think if she was the nominee, she would boat race Biden. Now, I don't think that'd be great for the country, but I think people are looking for something different, and these two parties refuse to give it to them. It is 11.42, and uh, do we have time? Let's get to this really quick. So You're, You don't have to ask anymore, Casey. You're in charge of the show. Tucker, well, I meant time-wise. time, time wise, Tucker Carlson went to Spain. Did you see this? I did, and he got a, quite a reception. Yeah, he did. So tens of thousands of protesters, they were taken to the street in Spain. This is after the prime minister there made a allegedly corrupt deal uh-huh. to stay in power. Yeah. And all of the, these people, they just went to the streets and were protesting. And Tucker Carlson went there. It, Tucker, almost like becoming a world leader himself yeah, now, him. right? So there was this reporter who was asking him, hey, does anybody else in the world know what's going on in Spain? You've been with uh, Donald Trump the last days. Now you're here in Spain yes. meeting Spanish leaders. Yes. Uh, how is the world seeing these uh, weird uh, events that is happening in Spain, this violation to our democracy? Well, the world isn't seeing it enough, and that's why we wanted to come, because it's not getting the coverage it deserves. I mean, anybody who would violate your constitution, potentially use physical violence, to end democracy is a is a tyrant, is a dictator, and, and this is happening in the middle of Europe. So yeah. uh, we thought. It- so there he is, traveling the yeah. world, bringing the news. It's Kendall and Casey on ninety three WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob two hundred milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Still 
WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey show. Rob, I know that you wish you had friends with money, right? (laughs) How often do I tell you on this show? We need more rich friends. Uh, So right now at WIBC.com, something kind of interesting. The top 10 richest people in the world. There's actually a list for you to get in touch with them. Can you imagine? Hey, Mr. Bezos, Mm -hmm. uh, you don't know me, but you need to. Okay, so the world's billionaires, they represent just a small fraction of the global population. This this is the world, right? The whole world, not just the U.S. The whole world, the global population. But they hold uh, uh, a significant share of total wealth wealth in the world. Now, you mentioned Jeff Bezos, and I have to bring this up. Did you see the picture of him and his wife, uh, Lauren Sanchez, posing for the new cover of Vogue Are they married? Uh, aren't they? Did th- they get married? I think they're newlyweds. Did they? He got he got married to her. I, I believe so. Oh my goodness! So they're going to be on the cover of Vogue magazine oh. in December, and they pose for this photo. Have you seen no, it? No, I have not. Oh boy, you got to check this out. He's wearing a cowboy hat. Oh, how exciting! They're in the front of a pickup uh-huh. truck. Yeah, and uh, it's it's yeah. I, I really want to know if it's photoshopped. He's got some muscles these days. He's working out. Well, he is a bit of a fitness uh, freak, and mm-hmm. there have been many photos of him. I don't think that's photoshopped. Now, it may be a little touched up, but I think he is very into his physical fitness. Uh, a lot of people are saying that it was very cringy. Oh, yeah. But I'm wondering if your wife said, honey, put on this cowboy no. hat. Nope. Let's post nope. this nope. picture. Nope, 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 nope. So nope. that's a no, huh? But you know what? My wife would not ask me to do that, so it's not going to be an issue. Well, uh, Jeff Bezos is on the list uh-huh. of the 10 richest billionaires in the world mm-hmm. and the top spot alone being valued at over 200 billion dollars all right you ready for the list yeah yeah number one who is it who do you think it is oh boy this has got to be uh is it elon musk it is elon, it, elon musk. musk is still the richest man in the world still the richest man in the world at 52 years old he's worth 228 billion dollars so apparently getting remember them when they were like twitter it's gonna be the downfall of twitter mm-hmm. and it's gonna be the downfall of of Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Yeah. Or Barely not. not. Yeah. Uh, apparently, no. He's the world's richest man. Oh, I'm man. sorry. I can't hear you over being the richest man in the world. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the number two spot, Bernard Arnault. Who? Uh, you heard me. His net worth is $164 billion. He's the CEO and chair of LVMH. Oh, that sounds like a made-up company, doesn't uh, it? I think it's a fashion oh, company. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yes. That's right. We've talked about him before. Yeah. So Jeff Bezos, the dude with the arms and the cowboy hat mm-hmm. now, he's in the number three spot. Yeah. yeah. He is worth $150 billion. Wow. He's 59 years old, by the way. Ooh. There's still time for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, founder and executive chair of Amazon, of mm. course. Okay, now. Bill Gates, he's still on the list. Wow, that's amazing. This guy, he's worth $122 billion, wow. 67 years old. Now, you've got Larry Ellison. He's number five, $122 billion. What's he do, does it say? He's the co-founder, chair, and CTO of Oracle. Oh, okay. Oracle. Very, very good. Yeah, yes, 79 absolutely. years old, and he's got $122 billion. Yeah. Larry Page, close behind, $121 billion. What does Larry Page do? Co-founder and board member of Alphabet. Okay. And that's, then, that's Goog- is that Google? Yeah, that's it's Google. that whole company. Yeah. Uh, Warren Buffett on the list yeah. at number seven, uh-huh. $115 billion. Mm-hmm. Do you know he's 93 years that old? That seems about right, yeah, but he's I guess, still making money. Yeah, well, he can afford anything he wants to keep him healthy. Uh, Sergey Brin. Who? I don't know who this guy is. He's also a co-founder <laughs> of Alphabet. He's some really rich guy that's on the list. That's who he is. Yeah, he's worth $115 billion. Yeah. Steve Ballmer, yeah. $111 
eleven billion dollars. He was he, owned, he was Microsoft, right? Well, he owns the L.A. Clippers. Yeah, yeah, but he but I think he made his money. He was one of the main guys at Microsoft. I think is how he made his money. Rounding out the list, you've got. Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, he's still on the list. Uh huh. One hundred and eleven billion dollars. And he's by far the youngest person. Thirty nine years old. Yeah, he's my age. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Is he really? Well, yeah, I guess thirty nine yeah. years old. Yeah. So what's the problem? Yeah, Rob? you know, we our lives. Are you like, like completely like, slacking? Like, now here's the crazy thing, though. Mark Zuckerberg and I are the same age, which mm-hmm. means we'd have been in college at the same time, mm-hmm. which means we both would have been sitting around trying to figure out how to pick up hot chicks and our our lives just went a different direction yes. on how to best go about that you know what you chose poorly <laughs> okay so you can read more about this if you'd like at wibc.com another article at wibc.com that i wanted to bring to your attention indiana one of the cheapest of all u.s states to buy a cup of coffee. Oh, interesting. Uh, so somebody, who was it? It was BetKentucky.com. Uh-huh. Oh. They did a list. They did a deep dive into menus of over 5,000 U.S. coffee shops. Uh-huh. They gathered all the data. They extracted. They analyzed. Uh, they checked it out. Now, this does exclude alcohol oh. coffee drinks. Oh, yeah, so, like an Irish car yeah, bomb. Yep, or yeah. your Irish coffee, not on this yeah. list. But did you know that coffee is an $11 billion Seems industry? Right. It's set to grow by 3% in the year by the year 2028. Now, you know, Casey, I do not participate in the coffee industry. I know, so and you a, know that I do. I know, big time, yes, but I'm not a part of this uh, equation. I also have told my wife very directly, whenever mm-hmm. you go buy the coffee mm-hmm. stuff, because she is a coffee stuff person, yeah. do not let me know what it costs. Keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. And if it all costs, don't bring it into the house so I don't have to have an aneurysm. Okay, well, they made this list of all the different states, most expensive yeah. to least expensive. Hawaii, most expensive. Oh, yeah, that's, well, that seems right. Everything's more expensive in Hawaii. Everything. California got to be right? up there. California's number two. Yeah, okay. And then Washington State is number three. Wait, wait, wait. Is it Starbucks? Wasn't it founded in Washington? Yeah, and you know how expensive Starbucks is. You tell your wife about it all the time. <laughs> Right? Oh my gosh, I would not have had Washington. And more than New York, huh? Yeah, more wow. than New York. New York is on the list at number six. But they ranked the entire country. Indiana falling all the way to number 43. Wow. The average cup of coffee in the great state of Indiana, $2.21. Okay, so it is largely a reflection of how things cost across the country. I mean, I think Hawaii yeah. is number one, California number two. Now, obviously, maybe slightly off, but it is somewhat a reflection of the rest of the country. Yep, exactly. And the least expensive state for a cup of joe, yeah. Alabama, oh, $1.88. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So there, there it is. If you need your Java fix, maybe... Uh, Roll tide. Hey, if we do anything else today, they're gonna you're gonna kick us out of this building for being just too great at radio, so we better go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Kevin, and thank you for listening today. We're gonna catch you back here tomorrow. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.